my friends. This is Havala Kennington, and this is the Havala Kennington podcast. This podcast is to help you wherever you are. Uh, You are an everyday person. I'm an everyday person trying to live out this Christ-like life that's in front of me, knowing that the truth of God, the Word of God is real. It really, really works in our everyday life. Uh, But you need easy things to help us do it. We need ways to walk it out. We need people to help us do these things. And we don't have to be uh, super, uh, we don't have to be, it doesn't have to be complex. We just have to be able to do it. And sometimes I think we can get so in our head about things that God's called us to, uh, we just make it way more complicated than it needs to be. And if we can just do the things in front of us that He's called us to, and live in this freedom that He's called us to, then it's gonna be a life that is full of faith, full of fulfillment, full of His purpose, and we will continue the eternal life that we've been called to live. We've already begun it if you've invited Him to be Lord and Savior of your life and He's living inside of you, the Holy Spirit is living inside of you, then you're living this out already. And so wherever you are, I want you to know you can begin now. Whatever you're doing, take a deep breath, You've got this. Um, it's going to be okay, but you're going to have to take responsibility for today. So that's that's really the message that's always in my heart, and it's the message that I need to hear on a daily basis, and I hope to give that to the world around me. You know, we've been going through this series of the core values that I've been giving you, all the stuff that helps me as a mommy minister, a wife, uh, an ordained leader, and a woman that is on her own journey to find Christ and find um, authenticity in my walk with Him, uh, but also to find balance because I I don't want to have this really incredible spiritual life but lose my family, or I don't want to lose my family and or give everything to my family but but not have my heart alive. Or you know, is anybody out there? Can I get an amen if you're listening to that? Like we just we want to have a balance and know that. We're feeding every aspect of our lives in a healthy way um, so that we can we can be in it for the long, long haul. So part of that is living out of core values. It's it's about knowing uh, your yeses, keeping your yeses really strong, and keeping your noes really strong. And if you have really clear noes, then your yeses become easy. They're the ones that you want to have. They're the ones you want to use. And uh, you're not always obligated. Uh, but your life really is, it allows you to have the life you want to have. So one thing I've been thinking a lot about lately, and one of the core values that I live out of, um, and I don't know if it's a core value as much as, much as it's something that, um, it's a filter that I filter decisions I make or things that come at me, is that when you operate with healthy boundaries, when you take care of yourself in a healthy way, when you obey God and the Holy Spirit in your life, there will be a group of people in your world that will think you are being mean. They will think you are being cruel. They will think that you are being unloving, unkind, ungiving. They will believe that you are to give them when they everything. They will think that you are on demand, that you have the resource, so why wouldn't you give it? Uh, you, they need the counsel, so why wouldn't you give it? They need the money, so why wouldn't you give it? 
um, and they needed five minutes of your time. So why wouldn't you just take the phone call? And this is a mindset of, of a lack of boundaries. It's somebody in our world, and I'm sure we have been guilty of this, I have been guilty of this, where the immediate need that we may have in our world doesn't mean that everybody else around us, it needs to be their immediate need. And if we consistently make everyone's emergency our emergency, then we never actually are able to sow into building things and and sowing the seeds. I mean, if the farmer is always putting out fires, he doesn't have time to actually put seeds in the ground. And so that's something I've really began to, to focus on and I don't, I don't, I didn't like it initially when I had to have boundaries and say, I actually am not going to meet for coffee. I, I love you. I, I think I would love to spend time with you, but at this, t- at this time, I'm going to say no. I'm not going to respond to that email. I'm not going to uh, counsel or mentor at that point. I'm not going to be able to give to that or fund that. Uh, I'm not going to be able to attend that. Uh, at first it felt mean. And the initial reaction of those around you will be very disappointed because what they're inviting you into is very important to them. It's the most important thing in their life. They are inviting you in and many times they're hoping that you will say yes to credit the importance or the urgency. And so we have to be able to communicate a a, a nice no. You know, I like uh, what someone once said to me, you we want to say no in the kindest way, but we don't want to change our no. Uh, so it's very important that we are able to communicate a no and that we realize that they may think that our no is mean, uh, but we can't control what they process. We can't, we're not powerful enough to go in and say, well, you know, I want you to like me even though I said no. I can't control how they respond to my no. I can only control the fact that I can say yes and no to the things that are important to me and what God has allowed me to say no and yes to. So it's very important that we stay powerful in our answers. And I really believe that God has a path for us. And if we don't keep those that path open, then when there really is a need, we're not going to be available for it. Um, we're not going to have the resource. And For me, my needs are that if I'm always giving out and my kid comes down with a fever or my car breaks down or something happens, I am responsible to take care of that. My family, my home, my relationships that are closest to me, my inner circle, my my world. And I need to be able to have resources mentally, physically, emotionally to prepare to take care of that, to steward those around me. So if you're in my inner circle, then yeah, I'm going to get to you and I'm going to run to you. But if you're not in that inner circle, then you may only get resources when they are available and I have more of an extended resource mentally, physically, emotionally in my life. So again, people, when you bump up against boundaries, when you bump up against someone's, uh, when when you give someone a no, you may bump up against them feeling like you're being mean. I want you to understand, would you rather someone like you or would you rather be obedient to God? You have to make that decision. Are you going to be an obedient son or daughter? Are you going to be liked by everybody? And if you're trying to be liked by everybody, you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be burned out. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be depressed. Uh, You know, our, our job biblically is not to be all things to all men. Jesus passed by crowds 
And the disciples wanted him to do a lot of things that Jesus said, I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not going to go raise Lazarus. I'm not going to pray for Lazarus. I'm going to let him be there for two days. And you don't understand what I'm doing, but I will come in time because I have a kingdom and I'm fulfilling the, the will of the Father on earth. So there is, there's, a, there's a plan and a purpose and a timing to everything. And so we need to listen to that. Some of us, we need to understand part of our way, up, part of our value on earth is that we like to be the problem solver and we liked the immediate need. And we like that, the, the benefit of always being available. And I would like to ask the question, are you addicted to being the problem solver? Are you addicted to being the person that everybody depends on, but really those around you need you and you're taking the phone call in the back room, but your kids are eating dinner alone? I, I love you. Can I just be honest? You know, your, your kids, your spouse, they need you, but, but you are helping everybody else move or you're helping them haul things or you're helping them, you know, you're giving money and, and yet those closest to you are getting the leftovers. I don't believe that that's godly. I believe that what God has given us first and foremost to steward is our family and the relationships around us that are closest to us that, that have we've been put in, in, our, in our world that are in covenant with us. And then after that, we give. And I love giving. I have given and I will continue to give. And as my world opens up, that will continue to happen. So I bless you. I hope that helps you. I know there'll probably be a lot of things you'll think about. Um, and I will give some other thoughts in the next podcast because I have um, some thoughts about this that have helped me. So I love you. I'm really glad that you listen to this. These are the things that help me live my life in a holistic way. We're all going to get there. This is part of living it out every day. We're going to jump into radical growth and we'll catch up with each other at the end. Hi, I'm Havla Kennington, and this is 30 Days to Radical Growth. I'm so glad you're joining us, and I hope that you're getting a lot out of this week. We are going deep into the core of who we are, our hearts, how we respond to the word, how we receive it, and how we live it out. And so I hope you got a lot yesterday. I know we kind of talked about the, you know, the roadside soil, and we've talked about you know, the different types of soils, but I, I just, I want you to just begin to like think about your, your heart, your life, and what that looks like. Today, we're talking about the rocky soil, and we're looking deeper into this story, into more uh, types of soils, and where we kind of land. I hope you have your Bible with you. Open up your Word, get your good cup of coffee, and settle in for a few minutes. This is going to be a heavy one today. There's a lot here, so I hope that you'll get as much out of it as I have in the book. Uh, but we learned here in Matthew chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Some fell on the rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprung up quickly because the soil was shallow. Matthew 13, verse 5. Today we explore the rocky soil. We, uh, we begin to understand why it's so important to get rid of the things that are in our soil because even if we receive the word and the word gets in us, and we're, we again notice, if you'll note in the other parts of this passage, they, it received with joy again, the, the word. Yeah, I want the word. I want to be a godly man. I want to be a godly woman. I want to live this out. They're receiving with joy, but it's not sticking because once the seed goes into the soil, there's no room for roots to grow. And this, even though it, it can feel like, well, you know, it's, it's shallow and the word got in there, 
the danger that happens is that the seed is very healthy. It begins to spring forth fruit, uh, a tree, and it looks, it has the appearance of a healthy, vibrant, Christian, godly life. And yet it's very dangerous because it says that once things come against it, once the wind, once the rain, once that stuff happens, all of a sudden there is no root system to hold it in. And you know, I just have learned that you really find out uh, who you are when you hit the hard stuff. I just have found that in my own life. What I really believe comes out when I'm having a hard day. What I really believe about how God feels about me is when I've blown it, I've, I've made a mistake, and I think, how does God really, what does he, does he really love me still? Does he really care about me? And that's when I begin to realize my core values of how I live it out. So we learned that, that this is a very unique type of soil, and this soil is one that um, it basically has so much stuff in it, it's hard for there to be any roots. Um, if a fence is one of those um, rocks that can kind of hang out in our hearts, and a fence takes that place in our heart. I don't know if you know that, but if you have unforgiveness and, and a fence, those things hurt us from giving room for the word in our lives. It's really important to look at that. I love the quote that's kind of going around Facebook right now, or Pinterest, I should say. It says, life becomes easier when you learn to accept the apology you never got. I think that's so true. When we start to learn to realize that no one's going to get into our lives and say, this is how you need to make it right, or this is you need to forgive and help us do that. Many times we have to go to work and say, Holy Spirit, I don't know how to do this. I don't. No one even knows it's here, but I know it's here, and I know that it's choking out the good stuff and the good, the good word that's in my life. Um, unbelief is another one of those rocks that we need to look at. And here's a few signs that you may have this type of heart. Uh, the first is that despite hearing and knowing the word of God, you still struggle with forgiving others on a regular basis. It's difficult for you. It's not hard for me to say, hey, do you have people that you don't, you haven't forgiven or you don't, you know, you're, you have a fence towards and it's so fast, you know exactly who they are and it, and it has a tendency to never let them, never let it go. That might be your, your heart. Secondly, even though you hear the, the word a lot, your heart has grown weary with disappointment, pain, and offense. So you allow you, you so you don't allow it to take root. So you're just you're weary. It's like I hear the word, but I'm tired. I'm 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 burned out. I'm I'm in pain. I don't really want to receive what you're saying to me. And I'm saying you might have a a, a soil that's full of other things, and that there's no room for the word. Thirdly. You have been following Christ for some time, but you haven't been able to go very deep in your experience with him. You don't consider yourself to be as deep as a lot of Christians. And I want to say, sometimes we can kind of have that, I, I'm a newbie, but you're not a newbie anymore. You've been a Lord long enough to let the Holy Spirit go deep within you and work this stuff out and help you. It doesn't mean that we don't have things come at us for the rest of our lives, but, but if we're not living in a place of having victory, we need to be fighting from a place of victory, not for victory. And if you're just fighting for victory all the time, listen, that's not fun. Nobody wants to live like that. And so we've got to figure out why, why are we not letting these things go down deep within us? Your morning meditation comes from Isaiah 44, 22, where it says, I have swept away your offenses like a cloud. Your sins are like the morning mist. Return to me for I have redeemed you. This is the Lord speaking to us. And what I have learned is, it's easier to get rid of offense when you realize how forgiven you are. 
So instead of looking at, hey, I need more love for other people, when you actually sit for a minute and think about the love of the Father, love, love of God, it awakens that in your life and you begin to live it out. It, same way, the forgiveness of God will awaken forgiveness in you to forgive others. So take some time to think about that today and ask God to reveal that part of Him to release it into your into your heart. Your daytime dare is to recognize when offense tries to lodge itself in your heart. Take a moment and say out loud, I see that's how I feel, but I don't have room for this offense in my heart. I only have room for the word, so that's what I'm picking. So when you see offense, unforgiveness, whatever's coming in your life, unbelief, you have to say, I don't have room for this. I can't have unbelief and faith in the same heart. I have to make room for one or the other and begin to believe what God is saying and say, that's a lie, that's truth, and begin to decipher that and let the word come within you. Your evening reflection is to take a moment and, and read these words. If you have your book, or I will read this to you, and you can think about this, but in the book of Matthew, it says, these words I speak to you, and excuse me, this is a, the message version, which means it's a paraphrased version. It, it's not uh, word for word. It's not as, as um, I would say, as, as accurate as maybe the other versions of the Bible. But to me, this is kind of a paraphrase. It helps you get hungry for the word. It gives you a different perspective of how you hear the word in modern day times language. So if that's not your thing, don't worry. I, I'm not you know, saying this is it and I only live out of the message. I'm just saying it's another way to hear the word in a deeper way. And then as you hear it, go back and read the, the real parts of the passages um, and you'll understand a little bit more. It helps me. But it says this, these words I speak to you are not in, um, incidental additions to your life. Homeowner, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on a solid rock. The rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed on the rock. We're trying to help you. I'm trying to help you build your life upon the rock. Because if you're built on the rock, you will not crumble. You will live a powerful and victorious life. I hope you are taking a moment to grow that vibrant life that he's called you to. If you want to find out more about me, head over to HavilahKennington.com. Don't forget to give me a review at the end of this. Like you might say, well, what does that even mean? Like, do I give you some stars? Do I write a review? I read every single one. And if you do that, listen, it actually helps. It allows the message of this podcast to go out. Don't forget to share it with your friends too. Don't forget to tag them. It's really important. Um, and then you can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope. Have a great day wherever you are. Cannot wait to do this again with you. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.